How many how many monks do you know? Well, we haven't begun. Hi. Hi. Hello. Welcome to the eighth weekly old cast. Weekly old? Weekly old. Again. Yes. Weekly ish. Weekly ish. Actually this is closer to weekly than we've been in a few weeks, so this is good. Yeah. We're Moving on up. We're, we're pretty weak. What do we have to talk about? Um, I don't know. See, we've been chatting for like the last uh, half hour or so, so maybe we've got it all out of us. Yeah, that would be sad. We have a show on Friday, but this probably won't be out before then, so... No. no. Uh, <laughs> our, our next show after that will be the Bands on Grand on March 11th. That's true. That's very, very true. So also, we, uh, we, we've been rambling on too long in our, uh, in our, in our roadcast, and so we've, uh, we, we, I've got a little clock here beside me to try to try to move us along and move to the next topic as uh, as soon as we get to, uh really uh sort of slow and slow. running out of steam yeah kind of like you yeah give me steam and how you feel can make it real real as anything you've been bean 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 <laughs> so I've, I've been a bean get alive with this dreamer's dream eric is still sick Still, and I'm, it's it's a real pain. And uh, I thought I was getting sick this morning, but I took allergy medication and it went away. So it turns out it's just allergy. You got you guys better not get me sick again. That's all I'm saying. Richard, you're always sick, so it doesn't really matter. Not sometimes I'm not. It's just when I'm sick, I do it right. I don't do this like weekly little cough. And, <laughs> I'm sick. <laughs> you do it right. No, you just you just cancel rehearsals for three weeks in a row because you've been sick. Exactly. Exactly. That's yeah. I model so through. much, which is so much better. Hey, but every rehearsal we've had, I've shown up on time. Of course, it could be because they're all at my house. But I, I think that's probably and at anyone least 100% listening of it. who knows us already knows that fact. That's true. But anyone, it's only the people who don't know us. Your insight, as always, is astounding. <laughs> yeah, and I've also found out that only people who've seen pictures of us know what we look like. Amazingly, yes. Well, but you're forgetting about the that's people not who've true, seen us in there, person. There are people who've met us oh, who've true. never that's actually true. seen pictures. Of us. I included mental. Pictures. I've been looking so long at these pictures of you. This is this, this is apparently the uh, musical reference. It's a sing along with Mitch. Who the hell is Mitch? I don't know. It's the sing along with Eric, Richard, and what's my name? Uh, Chris. Chris. Yes. I, I couldn't remember if it was Matt or Trey, so... <laughs> I was uh, what, what, what was I? I think I was Trey. I think it depends on what time it was I cast. Uh, you were Matt, I, I was, was Trey. Okay, I was Matt. All I know is that you need to stop coughing, because it really makes it hard harder to mix. <laughs> yeah. So, we, we really need to get people to start listening to the, to the roadcast, so um, tell your friends, because uh, we need lots of listeners, because... Uh, there is actually a very small chance that we may have a real celebrity guest for a roadcast sometime soon. Ooh, a, a real, actual wow. celebrity and not an impersonated one. Yeah, he's just kidding. I'm working would, on I'm working on a, a on an impersonation right now, actually. No, but it would be really embarrassing if we had a very small number of listeners and we wouldn't want to waste his time or her time. I think that you listening to us. Is enough, and I'm not embarrassed by you. I don't know what Chris thinks, but I, I'm not embarrassed by you I'm either. In fact, I'm glad you're out there. But uh, I've been working on my Rodney Dangerfield impersonation. 
boy, we're just uh, I know we're clocking right up the charts along. here. I say we start opening some beer. So I think, I think are, are we gonna are we gonna move good swiftly onto the beer? Maybe I we'll think, think of something else to talk moving about. Moving swiftly uh, onward, yes. Beer cast. Beer cast. While we're drinking the beer, it's, we it's have funny. a uh, we have an interesting selection of beers this evening. Oh my god! Yeah, we have don't don't open it that way. Open it the other way. We have three beers. That looks slightly suggestive. My, my bottle opener is attached to a chain, which is attached to my belt. And ha- on handing Chris my bottle opener, I also had to thrust my pelvis in his direction. We need a corkscrew. I'll get a corkscrew. Uh, we have three beers tonight. Great beer. And um, we actually have considered. Why we haven't done this before, but we actually have considered pouring the bottles in or uh, pouring the beer in from the bottle into glasses with which to all sure. of us sample all of the beer, so that we can all we can all have input on all the beer. So you you kind of you know indeed we can we can uh, we can have a better system of rating what we're drinking. Yeah. So let me so let me let me introduce the three beers we have. One is we have the. Uh, Aventinus, or however it's pronounced, uh, Weizen Eisbach. It's a uh, Hi. It, it's a dark German wheat beer, uh, and then we have uh, made by dark Germans. Two two other beers of, of of similar, not similar styles to that, but similar styles to each other. We have an actual uh, an actual Belgian lambic framboise, which is French for raspberry. Hello. Um, which I have not had in probably at least 10 years, but I love it. Uh, and then we have an American-Belgian-style beer called Blue Moon. But the, uh, the Lambic actually has a cork in it, so I'm, I'm going to remove the cork now. With, with this, my faux Swiss army knife. With this Neolithic corkscrew. <laughs> People don't use these kinds of corkscrews anymore. Except in the Swiss army. We'll breathe. start 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 with the lightest l- the lightest beer, which is probably the Blue Moon. Then move on to the uh, the German wheat beer. Now you said this is a dark German wheat beer. Wheat beer. Yes, I like my beer like I like my women, dark and German and weedy and weedy. So now he's pouring the Blue Moon into a small glass, which will move to Eric. Oh, it's been passed to me. Blue Moon, um, one thing about Blue Moon, it's uh, frequently served with a slice of orange. Mm-hmm. Or a lemon. Lemon works very nicely as well, actually. Beer. Many, many bars I've been to will serve uh, Blue Moon, especially if they have it on tap. They'll serve it with a slice of orange. And it does kick the kick the flavor up a notch. Shall we, shall we taste? We shall. It's nice and cold. Feels good on my throat. It's, it's yummy. A, I don't know if they have a suggested serving temperature, but whatever it is, we just pulled these out of the fridge moments ago. It's a spiced wheat ale, which is interesting. It doesn't have quite as much body as I typically like. It uh, it has the color of a standard American lager, such as Bud or Coors, but it's a little bit uh, it's cloudier. And it's a wheat beer, so yeah. it's cloudy because yeah. it's unfiltered. Um, but uh, it's got a good smooth flavor. Um, I don't know. There's I don't I don't have that much to say about it. It's it's a good it's, beer. It, it has a certain slight Belgian bite to it. And and um, sort of a citrusy. Yeah, kind of I was just going to say the the citrus is definitely there, and I think that's why. Uh, like you so said, well that that orange will will bring it out even more. So I would suggest the orange. If even if, if you're going to buy a six pack, buy an orange. It's a good 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 Cut light good light drinking beer. Um, very light on the hops, but the uh, 
the the yeast and malt give it enough character that it doesn't really need a whole lot of hops. Yeah, mm. if if you were uh, intent on drinking lots of beer in one night, but didn't want to drink sissy watered down beer like Coors Light, this would be a good beer for that. Except mm. that actually, from experience, <laughs> it it, uh, it can be kind of a headache beer in that setting. Actually, well, because it's because of the way that it's brewed, it's, it, it's sedimentary. It's because of the. Uh, Oh, what do you call it? I don't remember. Some chemical thing. Yeah, I'm, sure that I, I'm suspecting this is Richard talking out his ass again. No, uh, there are things. I can't remember what they're called. There are things in the beer. Things. Really? Big things? Uh, I think it's gone. Thrill is gone. Yeah, that was Richard opening the... Uh, Weizen Eisbach. Or, or a very Eisbach. wet fart. I can't tell the difference. I was actually farting wetly while opening it. This beer is interesting because apparently, according to the Surgeon General, women shouldn't drink it uh, during pregnancy because of the risk of birth defects. Which I find interesting because if a woman's old enough to be pregnant, she's probably already born. I don't really understand the the worry. There's a small glass of that. Do we want to pour another glass of this? Yeah, we don't need to mix. It has a very multi fruity scent to it. A brown body. No head. Uh, leaves me almost nothing. That's okay. We can trade. No, no, no. Richard, just... Richard was greedy. Okay. Give uh, me the beer to pour. What do you expect? Come on. Gebraut nach dem Bayerisches Reinheitsgebot. Grandma, is so that it's you? A, I, I like the way you uh, rolled the R in there. It's like... So it's it's a it's a Bavarian wheat double bock. Uh, says, Aventinus, uh, the wheat double bock of Bavaria has been known to be the most intense and complex wheat beer in the world. <laughs> This you should the, see the look on Richard's face. This was the case face. in the past, but not anymore. Recently, blah, 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 brewmaster at this place. Heard stories about some extra special Aventinus resulting from partial freezing during a cold... W- so this is, this is an ice beer. Oh, interesting. Unfortunately, um, this it, it's of a style that I personally don't enjoy. It has an almost um, sour flavor to it. A very rich, sour flavor. It, very earthy. Um, that, it, it's ooh. You smell it, and it and it's like... Smell of cabbage. Some people Ooh. like it. I personally don't Ooh. enjoy it, but like sweet cabbage. It's, it's like a it's like a beer. it's like a true double bock, except that it's made from wheat ex- instead of uh, you know it's a wheat beer instead of a regular barley beer. It's quite sweet. I, I I enjoy double bocks very very much. This is wow. a good strong double bock. It's like licorice cabbage beer. It'll put hair in your tongue, or wish you had hair in your tongue. See, the thing is with, with double boxes, they are actually very hoppy, but they have to be in order for you to taste any hops at all in, in, a, in a heavy, dark beer like this. It, it, it actually reminds me slightly in a favorable way of... Uh, of My telephone. Your telephone's going off. Of uh, Sam, Sam Adams' triple box, which they only made for a very short time, uh, which had the distinction of being the world's most alcoholic beer. Uh, came in a... Gorgeous blue glass bottle and uh, was not carbonated. I really like this. We probably should have saved this for last. Okay, say hi to everybody. It's very dark. Uh, e- Hello, everyone. We're doing the uh, the the roadcast right now, the weekly podcast. So who is it, Richard? Who's on the phone? Oh, it's Michelle from Oregon. Say hi again. Hello. So now I, I'm I'm actually double fisting it. Oh, that sounds really bad. Um, I, I'm drinking the ice block in my left hand. And then for a palate cleanser, I've got some some of the Blue Moon. That's a good idea. And it I actually, think I, it goes very nicely. I think I need to clean my palate directly because 
I'm yes. with Richard on this. This, this yes, the, to me, this is a hard beer to drink. Yes, the Aventinas. Uh, this is not something that you would sit and guzzle all night. This is this is very much uh, a, a a sip and enjoy beer all night. It's doses. Yeah, it's it's a it's a sipping beer. It's a small doses. It's a hold your nose and swallow beer, <laughs> which is actually I, one of I, Eric's favorite pastimes. I I really like it, but apparently uh, that's one vote to two. You're you're in the minority yeah, on can, that one. You can have mine there. It's not a bad beer. It's, Chris I, I obviously like it. is putting it as a three. He's he's very smitten uh, not, with this beer. It's not something I would drink all the time uh, on the odd occasion. I, I think it would be very nice, sort of a special occasion. Now, having seen the reaction to the last one, I'm kind of worried what the reaction to this one is going to be. Wow, is that red? This is the uh, Framboise Lambic. It looks like some kind of a black cherry... Ooh. Yes, they. Uh, it smells like an Italian soda. It's a it's a uh, an interesting Belgian style beer. Uh, they're traditionally made by monks in beer. Now, monks in beer. No, they're traditionally made by monks in Belgium. <laughs> um, and I put a little bit too much of a head on that. Sorry. Could, could you imagine That's a bunch of monks <laughs> in this big pool That's, of beer? It's made yeah. by monks in beer, naked. Now. Uh, Lambics, traditionally beers are made in very pristine sterile conditions because any contamination will completely ruin the beer. Lambics are actually generally made using wild yeasts, so they're actually left open to air, uh, which is kind of a strange, but it imparts a a very interesting bitter taste to it. But a lot of Lambics have a lot of fruit juice in them, Mm -hmm. like this one, which has... Uh, raspberry and raspberry. The flavor of raspberry actually goes very well with the the sort of bitter, sort of the strange. I, I strange have to taste. say, I'm gonna interject for a second that this is um, it it smells and looks like like a black cherry soda. Mm-hmm. And, and I no haven't fruit? even drank any it's yet. But very it's, you can you can smell a lot of fruit and not a lot of beer in just smelling it. Now, if I remember yes. right, there's actually a whole there's a larger um, style of beer. Through Belgium, I believe that it was that it was also brewed open open air with the wild uh, yeast and such. And when they tried to take that same method to uh, England and America, they failed miserably, and they got this toxic potion because the wild yeasts that we have here and everything else floating around in our air are very bad. Found it as this wonderful little breeding ground that turned into this pestilent soup. And mm-hmm. so uh, they don't typically brew that style in America. Now that's, that's a great true. name for the, an album: that's true. Pestilent, pestilent Soup. soup. Yeah, uh, American American lambics and other Belgian style beers are made under much con- more controlled conditions because, for some reason, they yeah the the technique does not export outside of Belgium very well. Time it to is, taste. I I have to say that this is the most tart beer I've ever tasted. Mm-hmm. That was you know considered beer. Quite sweet, light on the tongue. It's just tart. Tart is the number one word that comes to mind when I drink this. It is. It's very, very fruity. It's almost like fruit juice with a little hint of beer. Mm-hmm. There's a little it's, bitterness. It's like eating the, a Smartie. Hit it in the uh, flavor, but it's definitely not the dominant flavor. Yeah, I'll, I'll read the label. It says, Lindemann's Framboise is a lambic made from local barley, unmalted wheat. Unmalted wheat, that's interesting. And wild yeast. After spontaneous fermentation, the lambic is aged in oak. Raspberries <laughs> are added, creating a secondary fermentation, yielding a beer of, excep- of exceptional flavor and complexity. And that, that secondary fermentation also provides the uh, carbonation. The, they could relabel this as uh, Smarty Soda and uh, and sell it to the kids. Sell it to kids. They would. Lo- the kids love it. So let me tell you about the vice president. Seriously, he goes out shooting. Like last uh, or during the election, he mocked John Kerry when John Kerry went out duck hunting and 
said, you know, well, he went out there and he had new, uh, this is my Dick Cheney impersonation. It's very, I've worked on it for months. He had new, uh, camouflage on and a new, you know, hunter's jacket and hunter's pants and, you know, looked like he'd never worn them before. I wonder how many times he's worn those before. <laughs> <It> needs work. <laughs> I, think, I, I think it's pretty accurate myself. He needed to listen to him a little more. He's distorted on the television in person. This is what he sounds like. Uh, yeah. But, uh. Keep telling yourself that. And so he goes out shooting and, accidentally sprays the guy from about the middle of his belly up to his head. And I say sprays the guy. I don't mean like he was pissing and a wind came. I mean he shot him with a shotgun full of bird shot. I read an interesting parallel story from a couple of months ago, actually. Mm -hmm. Uh, This guy that Cheney shot was in the newspaper in Austin, I think. Because he's from Austin. He's a businessman from Austin. He... Mm. Has his finger in a lot of pies, but he per- apparently owned a, <laughs> his finger a, Dick owned a store apparently. or something in downtown Austin, <coughs> um, and they were trying to eminent domain his business so that they could build a huge parking garage <coughs> filling that whole block. And he sued and managed to actually keep his property. Two months later, he gets shot by the vice president. Hmm. Not saying that there's a connection, but it is an odd Restrict governmental it, 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 power, it, it, will you? It is an odd it is an odd coincidence. The last time that a you know current vice president was involved in any kind of shooting goes back to Aaron Burr. Aaron, Aaron Burr. Burr. <laughs> well, you know, they like making history. Half the time they make it up, half the time they actually cause it. You know. <laughs> I mean the, I, I think that this presidency is honestly going to be remembered more than many others. That's, They'll uh, be like, Oh, Bill Clinton, yeah, he did Gosh, what did he do? He got rid of the deficit, and he did something about health care, and I don't know, he did a bunch of good stuff, but and that Michael Bush guy, that Bush guy, let me tell you. And then Holy uh, crap, what were we thinking? And then President Devine after that. Uh, I'll declare right here and now, I'm not running in 2008. You know, that's what, that's what John McCain said several times maybe. before he... Uh, I will be old enough to run in 2012. Well, I hope Oprah runs. I really or 2008, right? I was going to say. You hope Oprah runs? Yeah. Hey, is like, I would vote for Oprah. If she gives everybody Oprah. in the country like a Mercedes or whatever, I would, she she wouldn't have to do squat, but get up there and say I'm Oprah and I'm running for president and my fingers on that button. <laughs> well, I, I can imagine. I mean, it'd be really funny. Like, I just got this great new Apple I, whatever. Insert technological advance here. I got this new I thing from Apple and I like it so much. I'm buying everyone in the country one and. You know, they start receive. They, they start coming in these, uh, you know, Federal Reserve check envelopes. She's not quite that rich. That's what she does for a studio audience. I would expect the same yeah, kind but that's of a large ads. people. Everything's furnished by that company as part of the mm-hmm. promotion. I know. I know. She what? should work out that same but, deal for the American but, but people. But here's why. Here's why I would vote for Oprah. Because she's smart. She tells the truth, and when she's wrong, she apologizes. Which means that she'll never get past the primaries. Of course not. No, I think you're wrong because she's Oprah. She's got the woman vote, she's got the black vote, and she's got basically any liberal thinker. Exactly. That's a lot of people. That's Yeah, but they aren't but they aren't the people who decide who gets to run for president, unfortunately. She she could motivate a lot of people to actually vote who don't normally vote. People who normally watch her show, people that will buy books because she says Buy this book. But, but it's a possibility, also, but, but I don't but have that power, much faith. But the power structure also also understands 
that she fundamentally can't actually be bought. That's like the kiss of death right there. There's so much in, in politics beyond people actually voting. Like, uh, the majority I, of the decisions that are made have nothing to do with voting. And it's disgusting, but unfortunately, that's that's the world we live in. She'd have to want to run. I, I, I had a little moment of pause because I, my, my feeling actually is, is uh, and I'm not the first person to say this, but I think that the only, pe- uh, the only people who should be allowed to hold public office are people who don't want to. And that anybody who declares their interest in holding public office should be automatically disqualified. You know, I was thinking about that same thing. Sure. It's, the, the people who really want it are probably the people who shouldn't be allowed to have it. Exactly. Well, not necessarily. In, in, I think, in, I think in too many more, cases. I think, it, I think that's more often than the case than, than not. Yes. Ah. I would agree with that. But anyway, back to Dick Cheney. I was reading something, and I, I wish what? I could... What? Yeah. Wow. Um, I, I, uh, no, I'm lying. I, 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 I actually it. don't know how to read. Um, but <laughs> I, I saw somewhere that um, this isn't the first hunting accident he's been in, and I wanted to get more details on that. Um, something like this is the third hunting accident really? for Dick Cheney in the past 20 years. See, or I, think, like I think he's a senile old man. He's like, look, look, it's a bird! <laughs> uh, I love the I love the fact that uh, Dick, I, I think we down. should wrap up in general. But I, I think it's very interesting that you know one it took them not only did it take it took them eighteen hours to announce it to the public it took them three hours to get him to the hospital. Huh? I don't but, think that Dick Cheney is ever really out in the middle of nowhere. Well, there was Secret Service. The Secret Service attended to the guy's but, wounds. Right. But, well, yeah. I mean, Dick Cheney's another, heart's about to explode another, when he sneezes. You but, know. But here's an interesting thing, though, because. To hear them tell it, it's like, oh, it was an oopsie. He just kind of got a little bit sprayed by a couple of shotgun pellets in the face, and he's fine. No no problems. And he's been in intensive care for three days now. And it was... And And he had a heart attack from a shotgun pellet that supposedly migrated to his heart. But every physician who's been interviewed says that, according to where they say he was shot... A shotgun pellet cannot migrate that far. Well, they, they so clearly he was more damaged than they're willing to let on. Well, they they have said that he he had pellet in him from the, about the middle of his stomach to over his shoulder and his <laughs> and his head. So I mean that that's pretty much dead on. Like maybe there's like, like there's a bird on your shoulder. You know I don't know, but I, I still think or there was, maybe he I still was think there was drink grudge. involved. I think I'm above the law in a lot of cases so far. It seems that he is above the law, so yeah, I'm going to shoot that's you. That's the great thing about the, this whole case is it's it's really a metaphor for the whole Bush administration. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'm sticking with the bird on a shoulder theory. Look out! It's coming right for us. <laughs> <laughs> ah! So thank you for listening, everyone. Um, yes. Stay safe. Mm-hmm. Stay. Um, Oh, do whatever the hell you want. You know what? If, drink, if, drink more beer. If you see Dick Cheney and you happen to have a shotgun with you, shoot him and Give claim him it was an accident. Special hello. And don't bother telling anybody about it. Disclaimer. We do not advocate the assassination of presidents, vice presidents, or any member of the cabinet. Oh, I'm not saying assassination here. I'm just saying... Just pepper him with some, pull- some, yeah. some pellets and see how he likes it. And mm-hmm. see if you can get one to migrate to his heart and uh, have him intensive care for three days. I mean, there, he can afford it. There could also have been 59 BB gun shooters hiding in the bushes. Sure. With rubber, with rubber BBs. Right. I'm sure, I'm sure it'll turn out that Cheney didn't actually pull the trigger, that there was someone else doing it for him. I'm imagining him like Mr. Burns riding on somebody's back to the field. Take me over near there. Now raise the rifle. 
Higher, higher, higher. Shoot! Shoot, you fool! Shoot! That has got to be the worst Monty that, Burns that is impersonation. That is absolutely the worst, the, the worst Mr. Burns impersonation I have ever Mmm, <laughs> smell the raspberry. Has he ever had a psychiatric evaluation?